0: listening to the Draft Time show on Yeah, all right. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But one hundred years later, the Negro still is not free. One hundred years later, The life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty, in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity, one hundred years later. The Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time. (laughs) From the quicksand of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time. Oh,
1: good evening. How are you all doing out there in all flavours land? That was the sound of Gabrielle and Dreams. And before that, we heard the march on Washington that was Martin Luther King. And we will be having a special guest on a bit later on who will go a little bit more in depth and speak about a track that he's written as regards and that the release date of that will be the 28th of
2: August. I'm wimbo 77 and I'm naturally Lily. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing, Lily? I'm tired. <laughs> Why are you tired?
1: It was your day off today. But I'm
2: tired because we had a day filled with fun. So that, it's, it's a good tired. It's good. a good tired. So yeah. what did
1: you do? What, was your,
2: what your, was your day filled with fun? So we took the kiddies out to um, central London. We went mm-hmm. and sat and had a picnic on a... Uh, in front of the London Eye, so there's a little green area there. Nice, it's a nice little picnic there. And then we went on the carousel, so you know, that like the horse thing that goes oh, around. I loved that. So the girls went on that.
1: Did they, did they go on individual horses or did they go in like just a
2: carriage? No, so we sat in the carriage with the small, smaller children. Yeah. And then Jayla's the oldest, so she got to ride on on her horses, horse finally. Yeah. <laughs> She's the t- one of the taller ones. We'll get so. her a pony soon, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. And then we had ice cream and came home. Oh, I think if anything tired me out, it was the bus ride. Oh, you, you went on the bus? Yeah. Because I, could, I couldn't do the train with the buggy.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. I was going somewhere the other day. I think I was going to Dawston, mm. And there were these women. They had double buggies, oh, hell about no. 10 children. And I said to the woman, do you need a hand? She's like, no, I'm all right. But she had two and she double buggy still down downstairs. Bu- I said, do you, do, you, do you need a hand? So a guy and myself, we said, don't worry, we'll, we'll grab this one. So we helped them up with one of the
2: double buggy. Mm. But
1: double buggy, I said, I don't even know if you're going to get that on the escalator.
2: No, you wouldn't. You'd have to get in the lift. And, but the thing is... And sometimes I don't even fit in the lift.
1: The thing at, it was at um, Highbury in Islington. And oh. I know that... They do have a lift there, but a lot of people get it confused because they think that the lift is from the underground. No. Or it's for the overground. overground yeah. So struggling. I really feel it for all you mums out there no struggling with your buggies during the six weeks holiday, trying to get your kids out there with a bit of culture.
2: <laughs> you yeah. it, it's a lot like and then even when you're on the bus you know there's got that buggy space yeah well the buggy space is always also of the course. disabled seat yes. space yeah and even though we got on the first stop it was nice and cushy and a lady with a wheelchair got on so I thought fine Janae can get out I'll mm. half the buggy and then the buggy wouldn't half because there was stuff in the basket <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness headache mm. but we did it and Baby fell asleep on the way home, which was nice. Oh, lovely. So she's most probably still sleeping I now. did miss them today. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie <laughs> to you. I really did miss well, them. Well,
1: they start school next week, so you're going to miss them <gasps> oh, even yeah. more. yeah. Back to school time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Back to school time. I'm looking forward myself.
2: I Why? I don't know. I don't... I've don't. i actually been... So when Jayla started nursery, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't that anxious about it. With Janae, I got a bit, like, be choked up yesterday at work. So I'm like, first of all, it dawned on me that she's three next week. So I'm yeah. like, oh, my goodness, oh, she's three next week. And then it was like, oh. But I think it's because she's ready, like, I know she'll be fine when she goes. Yeah. But I'm still very, like, oh. It's
1: time. It is time. Yeah. She's she is more than ready. She's such a smart kid, you know, that she needs to be in school. And mm. what about you um, listeners out there? We'd like to say hi, hope you're well, and thank you for joining us, as well as all the DJs. We'll be giving you a shout shortly. And, um, yeah, it's that season, it's that time, isn't it, for getting back to school, kind yeah. of getting back to the grindstone for all of us teachers and mm. teaching assistants and so forth. And um, looking forward to it. Although we didn't have, we've not had much of a summer, I mean, we're, what is oh. it, the 24th of August.
2: Yeah.
1: And if we've had three good sunshiny days, yeah,
2: it's not a lot really, Someone made, made the point, why was lockdown summer better than this summer? Because <laughs> well, nice. lockdown summer was beautiful. I remember going on walks every day. Yeah, we
1: went on those long, long yeah. walks and went to the meadow. It was amazing. But the meadow is shut at the moment for whatever reasons. Maybe it's the cultivation or... They're just giving it a rest from people traffic.
2: Yeah, because there's cows and stuff over there, isn't there? It's
1: all grown up. It's just overgrown. Or maybe that's why they're giving it a bit of some TLC. A bit of a break, yeah, because that's where, that's my herb place. You know, there Mm -hmm. are lots of good herbs that grow in this country Mm. and we have to tap into it, definitely. So um, tonight we have a special guest. It's Roy Hamilton coming in and he'll be joining us um, fairly soon. But first off, Lily, what's the national day today? Oh, sorry, before we do what's that. What's the question for yes, today? What is the question for today? And it is a bit of a one that's out there, but we just thought that we'd ask it because it, I, I saw that, or I saw a meme, I think, regarding this situation. And I just thought we'd we'd throw that question out there. And this one today is you find out the person you've been dating is transgender of uh, forward slash transsexual. Now we're trying to find out what the difference is between a transgender, transsexual. Um should they have told the partner beforehand? And this I guess this can work both
2: ways if it's a man that's trans. Transgender it's transgender. If yeah. you if your partner found out, if you found out your partner was transgendered, should they have told you before you started dating? Yes,
1: absolutely. So that is a question. And um yeah shout out to Charlie Muir, DJ Slim, as well as Mark Philogene
2: as well. National Day Lily. So the National Day or month is sorry, Festival of Learning mm. Have a Go Month 2021. So the Festival of Learning is the biggest celebration of lifelong learning in England. It's aim is to celebrate the benefits of lifelong learning and inspire more people to have a go at life, at learning for themselves. I actually love this because Ooh. I'm in this sector. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people get to a certain age and think, oh, I'm past my time. Mm. You know, what can I start now? What can I learn now? But Have A Go Month encourages um, organisations and learning providers to offer free learning activities for adults, such as taste taster sessions, online learning, talks or lectures, open days and more. It's also, it welcomes organisations running free learning events for fest, for Festival of Learning at other times of the year. Mm. So it's a, a time to encourage people to have a look and see what's out there for them
1: yeah and last week I know that we we um, shouted out quite a few a couple of opportunities and I think there was one on the um, .gov website talking about lots of free courses yeah and um, that we can take just like refresher courses maybe some people have been furloughed maybe people haven't really worked all year or maybe you just want a change of environment change of circumstances mm. who knows but there are lots and lots of free courses out there in order to to just have a bit of a refresh.
2: And some of them you get certification for. So mm-hmm. I personally know about some um, courses that the government are um, doing at the moment. They're 12 week, 8 to 12 week courses. And the majority of them you get a level 2 certificate for. And it's for things like infection control. Yeah. Um, Personal, personal, and people management, um, communication, and professionalism skills. So it's a wide. That's there's very some good. things in there, but hospitality is a wide range of different topics that they're offering, um, and they're quite it's short courses. They, they, most of them are online webinars that you just watch, and then may have to do a little blurb or something yeah. or an assignment. Um, in the meantime, but you. I know a lot of people struggle to get into employment because they don't have uh, even a basic like lower level qualification, which could be entry level. So this is great for people to get back into the work environment with a level two qualification. That's really good. And the thing is they're free as well. And they're free. Yeah.
1: And it is our national month. So this is, I think this month starts from like the 1st of September to the end of September But, I mean, it's a great way to start the Mm -hmm. new academic month because I think the academic... Or does the academic month start in October? No, academic month starts September, yeah. Yeah, so it's a a good way, if you're not um, going to university or anything like that, if you just come out of school and you're undecided... Really, just to go in and just, just dip your toe in the water and check it out mm. and see what works for you. And I like the fact that you spoke of there, Lily, uh, regarding uh, leadership yeah. and uh, management. Leadership and management. Level all that, those kind yeah. of stuff. If you start on the, your leadership and management, then at least you got your foot on the ladder in order to maybe take up a, a management or leadership mm. role. Because there's a lot of them out there. Or it might just be the Kickstarter to you starting up your own
2: business. I was just going to say that. Because I feel a lot of people that get into entrepreneurship, they want to have a business, but they don't know how to lead a team. Mm. And if you, when you get to the certain stage in entrepreneurship where you do have people that are employed by you, you still need to have those leadership and management skills. So a simple level two qualification, it is quite basic, but it gives you the... The opening it gives you the understanding into the difference because there is a difference between leadership and management. Yeah, both contribute to being the boss or whatever. Um, but it's it's a great start. Yeah, even if you're even if you're an entrepreneur,
1: and it might be a kickstarter as well to the fact that you you I mean level two. What would that get you? Would that get you onto a college course? Yeah, as opposed to maybe. Uh, UCAS, is it UCAS? Or yeah, university? so it wouldn't, give
2: you, it wouldn't give you UCAS points, but level two will lead you to like a level three diploma, for yeah. example. Yeah.
1: Because I, I don't even know. I, I just completed, well, not just completed, a, f- a few months ago, uh, my diploma in psychology. Mm. And that, I mean, I started it in May. Mm. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it was like pulling out teeth. It really, really oh, was. No. It, it took me a whole year to do it. But thankfully... We get through, mm. but these ones, like you said, they're shorter courses, so it might not It might not be as... And sometimes you've got to stick at these things as well yeah. in order to get the benefit out of it. Yeah, definitely. So, even though initially, because this is another thing when people start courses, they think, oh, I'm not liking this, and they drop off. Yes. When, But if it's only like a six-week course or a 12-week course, 12-week mm. is what?
2: three months three months just under yeah you know
1: it's it's, that's no time at all so it's well worth looking into this the government um as it's because we spoke about last week um it's a festival of learning learning have a go month so have a go and Mm. even if it's
2: not learning what else could we have a go at educating
1: yeah is it all to do with education yeah
2: so it's the month of long a lifelong learning so Mm. you could be an educator yeah who wants to support someone who wants to get into learning so I know someone at the moment who wants to get into dentistry but they've got to do I think a couple of courses before they can get onto the qualification and me being me I'm like yeah if you need any help if you need any help with anything come and if it's as long as it's not certain topics, I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, if if you need some support, come and I give you some support because as an educator, you can do that.
1: Yes. And remember, just because we get, we leave school or just because we leave college or just because we leave university, Mm. we are still in the university of life. So every single day, if we're not learning something to better ourselves and become a better version of ourselves, that too, that's, too down to lifelong learning Mm. and kind of elevating and becoming better people. So even if it's just that, then we can... I I love that idea of lifelong
2: learning. Mm -hmm. You're never too old to to learn something new. No, you're not. And this young man, um, Matthew Turner, he's quite inspirational. He's from Bradford. Mm. And he's been held back um, as contribution because he had he's autistic so he has been selected by the hrh so her royal highness the princess royal to receive the patrons award he progressed in learning from level one to level three helping to create a better future for himself Karas Esol, an innovative and holistic pro- project led by South London charity working with young people and adults who either are seeking asylum or have a refugee background to progress in learning, have also been awarded a President's Award. Mm. Um, so there's a couple of awards that people have been given here.
1: Outstanding individuals, as well. Yeah. Isn't there?
2: Jose Aguiar from London has been given a Tutor Award by the Education and Training Foundation. That's... Oh, ETF. Um, supporting oh, learners so within criminal justice system. Ooh. Amazing.
1: I love the ETF. They've always got free courses as well. They do. They have a lot. of great courses. I'm
2: signed up to one mm. at the moment. Um, someone supposedly found what I already knew about. Okay. Um, they're very interesting courses. And yeah. they are... I think you have to be in teach training or a qualified teacher to be yeah. given access to these platforms. But even there again, it gives you education on curriculum design, mm. it gives you education on leadership and management again within education, yeah. built setting up apprenticeships. What I loved
1: about that
2: as well is they even have little lunchtime courses. Yeah. So you can
1: go in and eat your lunch and in an hour you've you've um, been educated on yeah. something and you come away with something mm-hmm. as well so mm-hmm. i think that's amazing they mm-hmm. they're, they're very accommodating the the ETF, they're excellent. so that you know there's lots and lots of awards out there for people that have have actually taken the time to go in and and be a part of that lifelong learning it's quite funny i saw one of my ex students today shy shy And um, he was like, eh, he's got Down syndrome. And his dad was like, he's not quite finished school, so he must still be in um, sixth form centre, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I says, you know, is he going to go to college? And then he goes, yeah, because he wants him to get a job. Even the parents of these youngsters said, you know what, Sainsbury's are always hiring, Sainsbury's hire Mm, um, people with learning difficulties or disabilities.
2: So I think that's amazing. And... I want to say this because I've seen it a couple of times mm. with certain parents who have got um, children with additional needs. Mm. And it's like that That father said, no, I want him to be able to get a job. I want him to be able to be self-sufficient. Sufficient. Sufficient. Yeah. And it is about that parent not holding them back and not saying, oh, well, mm. they're, they've got autism, they can't do this, or they've got this ADHD, they can't do this. Like, you have to... Yes, you do know your child... But you are also the person that can help push them past that challenge. definitely.
1: And look at that Matthew Turner, Mm. the inspirational young man that was awarded that um, Patrons Award by the Princess Royal. So Mm -hmm. he's got autism. So there are levels, there are, um, we know there's a spectrum, there's a full spectrum. However, within the spectrum, there's nothing in there to say that these youngsters can't go out and achieve great things Mm. as well. So it is national... What can we call it? Um, festival of Learning. Have a Have a Go Month. So have a go at lifelong learning, and see how you get on mm. as regards to learning something new. All right. So in regards to that, then Lily, we will. I think we'll take a short break. Yeah. And then we will um, come back because we have, again, in line
2: with the question. What's the question again, Lily? The question for this evening is. You find out the person that you have been dating is transgendered. Should they have told you beforehand, though this is before you started dating, should they have let you know? And we'll see y'all in inval. Oh
1: yes, the sounds of Tina Turner there. A woman in a man's world or a man in a woman's world. And that's in relation to our question, and also our history, our personal history, and our personal history is
2: Dave Chappelle. This is someone that is still with us today. So Dave Chappelle is a is an American-born comedian. It's his birthday today, though. It's his birthday Yes, he's very strong, yeah. August the 24th, 1973 in Washington, District of Columbia, USA, David Corey Webber Chappelle was born. He has had quite a interesting career I'd say yes
1: because he's had his highs he's had his lows yeah you know and he definitely he won't wear a dress in that (laughs) sense he lost millions because of that
2: but didn't he used to do that in his no Dave he would
1: never do it that's why that's why he lost that contract Uh, because everyone else all of his other peers were doing that you see yeah However, he was like, no, nope, ain't doing it. Don't ask me again. Don't, not even going to try it. Yeah. And he never has till
2: this day. Because he's always been quite controversial because I've watched, I think I've watched every single one of his <laughs> stand-ups. Um, and he's always very controversial. Yeah. And he's controversial on race. He's controversial on um, gender. He's controversial on sexuality. He just says it. How he says it, yeah, and that's it. Mm, mm.
1: And that's sometimes that is the best way to be, isn't it? Mm. And let people just lay down on the line and let you know, do you know what? I'm not crossing that boundary, mm. and I don't care if you don't give me ten million dollars to yeah. do it, you know. Because now
2: he's he's worked his way into all different halls of fame, and his his yeah. career started
1: when he was fourteen years old.
2: Lee, fourteen years old, he began performing stand up in nightclubs. Mm. says, shortly after, after graduation, he moved to New York, where he quickly established himself as a major young talent. At the age of 19, Chappelle made his film debut in Robin Hood, Man in Tights, in 1993. And then he starred in a short-lived sitcom called Buddies in 1996. Never seen that one. And this is where I first saw him, in The Natty Professor. Yeah, that was funny. For you. <laughs> <Freddy>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name! Hilarious.
3: <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. some of the
1: things about the, the, the comedy where you're speaking about the mum with Eddie Murphy in that film? That was quite hilarious, wasn't it? Some of the jokes I oh, can't remember not y- you, remember.
2: You, oh, your mum is so big that when she turns around, it's her birthday. <laughs> He's crazy. He's hilarious.
1: Fantastic film, The Nutty Professor. If you've not seen it in a while, go on. Why don't you get... Um, I don't even know if it's on Netflix, but if it's on... You might even okay. have it on DVD. Who knows? <laughs> or cassette. Tape. Uh, cassette tape. Your kids will ask you what a, a VCR is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They'll even ask us what DVD is. Well, do you know when I felt a bit old I was when one of my, student, <laughs> my students My student said, "Oh yes, my mum found one of those box things. You know the box <laughs> thing." I said, "What box thing are you talking about?" She goes, "You know the things that you used to put in put in the in the slot in the in the TV." <laughs> I said. Are you talking about VHS? <laughs> is that what you call it? Did you have one? I was like, <laughs> yes. Oh, I also hush. know about floppy disks, mini disks and record players. Yeah. What's a record player? The, the big round thing. The vinyl's
1: coming back, so don't worry. They'll soon know. If they don't know now, they'll know soon. But it's the fact that they don't know. Like, fuck well, Can you not know? What but Lily, don't forget the other day you was t- talking about cassette tape.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> they don't CDs. know about. And they CDs. laughed they laughed when we said we used to put our mini UFO looking C D player in our back pocket and it was very snug in that back pocket. They
1: were big machines, weren't they? Compared to now everything's done on our phone, isn't it? Like even the other day. My uh, US, not the USB, what is it? My micro card, which I have
2: all my music on, somehow got wiped. See, I, I think it's crazy that you do that That's, now, to be fair. I, exactly. Put everything in the cloud. I don't know everything. <laughs> but I've,
1: I've resorted to my playlist. Because, guys, every single week on All Flavours, what we do for this show, the Let's Talk Drive Time show, because we can't have the music on the actual show we have a playlist so you can go to each show and have a correlation with each show and the music that we've played Mm. so it just you know you can you can still get that listening experience as what we've played during the show so i had to go into one of the playlists and i just listened to those on the go on youtube I i mean it does use up a lot of data right or does it i don't know
2: i've got unlimited data well, there you go. Okay. It's all right for some, isn't it? Thanks to, um, you know, E.E. and the NHS. But yeah, I've, I don't know how much data is used. Okay. <laughs> so going back to Dave Chappelle, <laughs> who's an American. He's
1: just signed a deal of 20 million with Netflix.
2: Oh, yes. And he did, that means he got more stuff He does him. have
1: series two, two, a new series up there on Netflix. Does he? He does, yeah. So I, I don't okay. know if that's in the making if it's coming. So he won an Emmy Award in 2017 and in 2018 for his Netflix series. That was hilarious as well, wasn't it? It was funny. What was his Netflix series? was it the one we had the green boiler suit on?
2: Oh, that was hilarious, that one. It
1: wasn't. He had another one that had... He's had three on there. There was one series that it was kind of where he'd have like a skit, skits, it was more skits and yeah. then he'd have another artist on doing whatever. Yeah. So that was that series as well. So he's okay. had quite a few, but he's signed a 20 million deal with Netflix considering he wouldn't put a dress on and he's still doing okay today, mm. right?
2: Mm. Netflix have actually put quite a few good like black comedies on recently. There's one that Jayla watches. Mm. Um, that's actually quite good. Yeah. We enjoy it as a family, surprisingly. Okay. Um. But yeah, they've got quite a a couple of good things on at the moment. So
1: yeah. So and he's also made his way into the Hall of Fame, into mm. a, a comedy Hall of Fame, and he's one of the only. It's number forty-three on the Comedy Central's hundred great hundred greatest stand-ups. He's number forty-three there of all time. Wow. Yeah, and he's also made the Forbes Celebrity One Hundred list with twelve million in earnings. Wow. Of his wife, who's Filipina. He does talk about a lot in his shows. He does, he does, he loves her and the children. They always come and whatnot. So, well done, Dave Chappelle, for reaching, for getting on that list. Mm. Well, there's a couple of lists there, and well done for being a career man that is married with a family Mm. and so forth as well, and brings lots of joy and laughter into our lives. He does, yeah. All right, so because we are speaking about um the question that we've highlighted. You find out the person you have been dating is transgender. Well, I'm gonna just see if I if I have it because I went through the troubles of <laughs> putting something um together. It was it's a little stand-up comedy from Dave Chappelle and um it's highlighting about what we're what the question is. Just put that on for you and then we'll be back um with our special guest after this, on this is that okay? And it's really Dave Chappelle, it's only a couple of minutes, we'll come back after, we'll discuss it a bit further, okay?
4: They've got the longest mental gap to bridge, that's all I'm saying. Because you know, whenever I see one of them tees on the street, I don't mind them, but I'll be like, man, I miss Bruce. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I'm 42, I remember Bruce Jenner before the Kardashians, before all that, this mother was a white American superhero. It was amazing, he was beating Africans at track and field. We'd never seen anything like it. He was on my cereal box growing up. You know how much of that cereal I ate? I didn't know he was gonna do that. I knew before you guys knew. I heard things on the street in Hollywood. You know, you'd just be out, see people. Hey, what's up Kanye? Why the long face? <laughs> You'll see. I Got two mother-in-laws now. And when I heard he was gonna do it, I was scared. I didn't think the public was ready. I didn't think the media was ready. And you know what? I was wrong. Not only did the public embrace him, but the media was nice. I'd never seen anything like it. Welcome to the world, Caitlin. So long, Bruce. Hello, Caitlin. I was shocked! Is this happening? Wait a minute, is this a time in American history when an American can make a decision for themselves and even though other Americans don't understand it, they'll support it and let this person live a happy life? Is this what's happening? If it is, then good for America. That's Dave Chappelle, the American. Although Dave Chappelle, the black American, he was a little jealous. I was like, how are transgender people beating black people in the Discrimination Olympics? (laughs) If the police shot half as many transgenders as they did last year, it'd be a war in LA. I know black dudes in Brooklyn, hard street, that wear high heels just to feel safe. (laughs) Transgenders are gangsters. I used to do business with a transgender in Hollywood. Man, everybody would be scared of her in the boardroom. She'd walk in there, newly minted woman, high heels, purse. <laughs> Wouldn't say anything to us, just walk around the conference table looking mean as shit. <laughs> and then she'd walk to the head of the conference table, stare at us all, reaching a person, pull her old throat on the table. <laughs> Let's talk business, gentlemen. Ah! If your best friend pitched that to you, you'd be horrified. Yo, let's go to the hospital and cut us off and make pussies out of them shits. What? Can't we just get matching jackets or tattoos or something? Sure, that's what you want to do. It's all one way to find out, nigga. Woo, tang, bow, bow. Yes, J- Dave Chappelle.
1: Wow. No one's at his best, but just um, those Kyle. Was it the Kyle Jenner?
2: <laughs> the thing is, people are so sensitive now. I don't know if, he'd be, if he can get away with being that brutal. Do you think and so? Open.
1: And the thing is, I did edit it. I edited out quite a few yeah, little yeah, bits yeah, yeah, within yeah. there, but we tried to give the sense of yeah. how he comes across. I, and I still think that Dave Chappelle. He just says it like it is.
2: He He does. does. He does. And I remember him saying in one of his... um, It's the one where he's in the boiler suit um, stand-up. And he makes comments. So there he's made comments about transgendered. And I think after that show, Mm. someone came up to him who was not transgendered and was like, I'm offended, made a big thing about it. And he was... In his next show, he makes the comment that I've got a friend who stands at the back of all my shows... Who is transgendered? Yeah. And laughs at those jokes. Yeah. So if they're not insulted, why are you insulted? I guess it's about being
1: able to laugh at yourself, isn't it? Being yeah. able to see the funny side of things and just not take life so seriously, really. Yeah, You know, I, I know we've asked this question and it goes out to obviously a wider audience. Mm-hmm. And perhaps I'm not sure if... Um, the audience listening are in are not into this kind of conversation mm. or would even consider it mm. but sadly this is a, not sadly I can't say that this is the way the world is going and mm. yes I know that are more pressing things such as what's going on in Afghanistan what's going on in Tunisia there's so much going on around the world mm. but this is this is something that's going to be the new norm
2: it is the new norm yeah it is yeah. the new norm yeah So if we don't... But it's about... about, uh, Do you know what I think it is? And I'm going to not answer the question, but I'm going to give my opinion. Mm. I feel like we... My generation, so millennials, right? We've grown up with so much obvious discriminatory comments Mm. from the programs that we watch and we laugh and joke. And I'm talking about like the family guys, Mm. the South parks, so blatantly racist, rude and downright disrespectful to everybody. What happened to the next generation? I don't understand because they are so sensitive. No one has got the right to speak their opinion. Mm. If I disagree with, with transgendered, for example, no, it's unacceptable they they can disagree with me mm. and my opinion but i can't disagree with them and their opinion and it just to me that doesn't make sense we're not all the same we're not all going to like the same things you i don't like the color pink but you might yeah but why am i wrong for like, not liking the color pink do you understand what i mean yeah yeah yeah
1: and so, and it, it and it goes across a lot of borders because we're talking on one aspect mm. of people and their lives and how they live and the question be, being asked there because a lot of um men that or maybe women i'm not sure how it works but i know a lot of men speaking to one of my um friends that i know from the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, community yeah yeah is that they is that 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 a lot of guys are killed yeah a lot of guys are beaten up yeah because of that status, we spoke the other day uh, as regards to the Olympics and the the woman not being able the, the biological, the biological, and the non biological. Yeah, where do you cross the line? Where is the border on a lot of these these things as well? I do
2: think some things are clear cut. Yeah, but I do think there is there comes a point where you have to say this is wrong now and it's actually disrespectful to people who are born in this skin and happy in this skin. Mm. And I'm, for example, going to use the example of being a birthing mother. Yeah. Yeah? I'm going to use this example. As a woman, Mm. you have a womb. Biological. Biologically. yeah, Yeah. You have a womb, you bear a child, you give birth to that child, you breastfeed that child. Not everybody chooses to breastfeed, but I'm just using this as an Mm. example. As a woman who has done this twice, I feel disrespected when someone turns around to me and says, "No, you can't call that breastfeeding." Oh no no, you you wasn't you wasn't the birthing mother. You was the birthing person. Excuse me. No, I was a woman who went through twelve hours of labour first time and an excruciating second version. Mm. Yeah, nine, nine months of carrying. Not. Please hmm. yeah. let's not even talk about the carrying because the carrying was horrific both times. Mm. Okay, I as a woman experienced that why are you trying to downplay my role in procreation? Yeah. Because that is what it is. Yeah. Why are you trying to... down? Da- yes, okay, there's the new argument now, a man can carry a baby, but that person wasn't biologically a man at birth. Mm. So they still have their womb. So biologically, a woman yeah. has still carried that child. They look like a man on the outside. They feel like a man on the inside, but their biological parts... Mm. still dictate that that was a woman at birth, which is why they can carry a child and give birth to that child if they've mm. chosen to keep all those bits intact.
1: Okay, what we're going to do is we are going to continue this conversation um, after the break because <clears throat> what we have failed to, to do um, in this regard is just to do uh, the word of the day. And then we will be continuing this conversation a uh, little bit yeah, we'll, we'll be continuing it after we've had our guests because we do have a guest coming in as well. Mm. Um, So, Lily, just quickly, what is the word of the day? Cryptic. Cryptic. So, all this stuff is cryptic, isn't it? When you say, you know, what you yeah, were saying, code. Here, yeah, it's about speaking in code to be politically correct mm. in many, many ways. So, cryptic, I think that's actually quite apt. It's a very apt word, isn't for today. it? And how do you feel about that? Um, listeners cryptic do you know what that word means i'm sure a lot of us are quite up on it
2: yeah cryptic right because it's so cryptic refers to something that is difficult to understand or that has or appears to have a hidden meaning Mm. the children were stumped by the cryptic lettering that had that the gas company had marked on the street so it's so you're making a statement, but you feel like it's. You know when we say, "Oh, you're throwing indirects Yeah, has that got a bit of a hidden meaning in there? Was you trying to fluff it up, mm-hmm. make it sound lesser than what it was? Cryptic,
1: cryptic. Yes, so coded. So there's there's something a clue behind, or they say clues, cryptic clues. Mm. You find out things. Around it or behind it, isn't it? So hidden meanings to things, and still because um, the ambi did mention transgender, transsexual, it all gets very. I think it's the same thing. I don't
2: think we don't think we're calling
1: transsexuals anymore. Okay, so it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all, um, yeah. It's just hidden meanings behind things, and really understanding, or finding out the clues or the cryptic clues that lead to something else. Yeah. Yeah, so Major League Basket Baseball teased an up-and-coming announcement Tuesday with a cryptic tweet captioned, big things coming. Uh, so, it's, so it builds anticipation as well. Yeah, so... so no they've one really given you knows. a little bit, a,
2: a hint of something. They've yeah. given you a little cryptic message, that so you, you're waiting for something, aren't
1: you? Yeah, but no one really knows until you find the real meaning, meaning of it. All
2: right, so that's our word for the
1: week, cryptic, but we will be continuing the discussion as regards the question of the week. You find out the person you've been dating is transgender, should they have told you beforehand. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after
5: these. Yo, knife crime is not new, yeah? I grew up in the 80s and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites, and now it's definitely between young black men in small, tiny communities, and it's affecting everyone. We all look stupid. You look even more stupid. If you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife, tell them to stab themselves right now, trust me, because you're just gonna stab your future if you go and stab someone else. You become a murderer, you go to prison, you ain't got shit. For what? for some beef that lives within your community. You need to see past that. It, we have to say something about it as well. Entertainers that are out there, there's young people that look up to us, man. We need to just vocalize this, send a message out saying, put the knives down. It's done, all right, it's done. We don't need to be killing ourselves. We have so much more we can offer and you're gonna kill your future. You're gonna kill someone else's future and it's dumb." entertainers do me a favor man put out similar videos let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities stop the knife crime please
3: are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event for all ages from bouncy castles selfie mirrors rodeo boards call boss leisure now on 07 833 958 528 that's
5: 07 833 958 528 we provide entertainment for weddings children's parties and corporate events check out our website
3: www.bossleisure.co.uk boss leisure we've
5: got you covered anywhere in the uk boss leisure the name you can trust for your event
4: congratulations You have not won a grand prize of £25,000. Because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day.
0: For
2: more
5: information on how to avoid
2: getting (laughs) scammed, Visit oft.gov.uk. More
4: music variety right here on the Listener's Choice. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the
5: world with the best variety of music.
1: Roy, are we happy with us?
3: Yeah, i there. <gasps> hi,
1: how you doing? Yeah, fine.
3: Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, hi, how are you? Yes. How are you?
1: A lot better, a lot better, my dear. Thank you very much.
3: That's good, that's good, that's good. Yeah, great to be on your show as well.
1: It's great to have you. And let me just give you a little bit of background about Roy. Roy Roy's from Hatman Records. Um, That's his, that's your own label, isn't it, Roy?
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah, my own label. I set this uh, label up and put an EP and two albums. Yeah. Good Loving and Feeling Good um, and Released. Uh, the albums on uh, CD Baby, yeah. which is like an online distribution company, and uh, put the EP out and got I got um, uh, a licensing deal from the um, first EP I put out in America.
1: Brilliant! So,
3: so kind of got the ball rolling. Me it, it gave me inspiration to do more more music, uh, and I was inspired by a friend of mine, Cutty Williams, and Kevin Leo, mm. who. They had their albums. They kept saying to me, "Time for you to do your album." You know, you got to do your album. So they kind of inspired me to do it. So thanks to them. Yeah.
1: And it always comes with inspiration. So you've spoken of your two friends that inspired you. Just first off, though, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are, Roy Hamilton.
3: Well, I am a singer, songwriter, uh, music and video producer. Poet, and um, basically, I love to like learn, learn new stuff. So um, anything that comes out, like uh, any music programs and stuff, I kind of uh, love to learn about the new stuff. Learn, uh, I've been learning how to master songs and stuff like that. So in the end, I can master m- my own music, mm. um, and yeah, it that kind of has kept me busy, especially during the lockdown. I've been, like, uh, learning how to uh, do certain things, uh, play the piano even, anything I can do. Uh, I'm just, I love getting information. So I'm a I'm an information sponge. I like, I <laughs> I like love, that. I love, to, I love to learn. Yeah, I love to learn new things. Yeah, that's rather the... than staying stagnant, I love to, like, learn new things. Keeps me keeps me on my toes.
1: So that's in line what we were speaking about at the top of the show, mm. about yeah. that lifelong learning, isn't it, that... Yeah, we yeah, learn yeah, consistently like all the time.
3: Yeah, it keeps you. Um, it keeps your mind. It keeps your mind active. Yes, it, it really does. It. Um, yeah, it keeps. It keeps you alive. Absolutely. By learning stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah whatever you want to learn, go for it. Yeah, uh, definitely. In agreement. Can I? Um, uh, can I just um, do a little shout out to um, my friend uh, David Isaacs? He's in the hospital. Ooh, yes. Yeah, he's like. Um, uh, you mentioned him on your show as well but um just like he's been um suffering from the covid yeah so he's making a slow but positive recovery so big shout out to him he's a big fighter so go for it dave
0: we want you back
3: and then uh one more shout out to um uh, ray carlos he's in hospital Mm. you know ray Carlos.
0: Yeah. yeah he's
3: um He's in hospital, so hopefully he can get out of hospital and um, get back on his feet as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my two shout-outs.
1: Oh, love and prayers out to you, David. And Ray, you know, Ray, um, Ray yeah. overdosed on the, the paracetamol, wasn't
3: it? In the sense of
1: he, he took too much paracetamol.
3: That's right. Yeah. Kind of got, got poison, poisoning, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it's scary. From the
3: antibiotics and stuff, yeah, he'd been taking. So yeah. it's a good um, learning thing for anybody who want to take too much, you know, too much of them um Nurofen and whatever please, they're called. Please
2: follow the please instructions
3: on the box. Do you know something?
1: You. <laughs> Do yeah. you know something? Yeah. I, was, I was very ill last week. I had very, very high temperatures. Yeah. And I was taking paracetamol and because you're in and out of um was it cohesion, is it? Is it what it mm-hmm. is? You're, you're cognitive, you're not there. And I I, I take an eight. Within the space of, it was not, it was not a long time, but you can't um, exceed a certain amount during the day. You need to be
2: having at least three to four hour gaps between each dosage. And that's paracetamol, ibuprofen is different. And that was
1: 500 milligrams, like, so that's a thousand at a time.
2: You can take a thousand every three to four hours. But within a 24-hour period, because I remember reading somewhere, I think it was on an app that I follow, and this lady um, was asking about if she can give a baby cowpole. Mm. Um, she's given such and such an amount of dose, but it says to wait a certain amount of hours. So we're all saying, yeah, you wait till 24 hours. So yeah. if you gave it at 12 o'clock, you wait till 12 o'clock the next day. Someone mm. was like, no, 24 hour, 24 hours resets at midnight. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> and then someone else commented, Well, your liver cannot tell the difference yeah. <laughs> between, so but, you but have yeah. to wait, you oh. have to make sure you're. Mm-hmm. If you know you took it today at one o'clock, then you've got three to four hours. hours between, okay?
1: Yes, all
3: right, you gotta be careful, yeah, you to really, be really do. Yeah. So, what's so lo- that?
1: Our love and our blessings and our prayers go out to you, David Isaac George, as well as yes. Ray Carlos. Um, yes. Thank you for those shout outs, and, and, and
3: the families as well. Like going through, yes. your know, yeah, relatives are in. It's been, been
1: a very trying been. time. How, how have you managed? Like through? I mean, I know you said you've learned lots of things, but how have you managed? Kind of through this time period yourself.
3: What to like um while well, with this lockdown you mean? Yeah, stuff. yeah. I've been um to be honest, I've been learning. Mm. I've been learning. I've been writing, I've written a um more or less another album. Yeah, that'll uh, be third one that's
1: coming, and, right?
3: But, yeah, and I've got like a, a video program which um I'm learning how to use mm. and uh am plus I'm doing um like uh also, uh, poetry as well, I've been uh, doing a bit of poetry. Mm. So yeah, bit of everything, a bit of everything to keep wow. me busy. You'd have
1: yeah. to, to do it do us a Picasso or start painting next, yeah. won't you? <laughs> yeah. I've
3: been exercising, doing some press ups and I got a couple of weights and stuff. So hey. i Yeah. It's important. Some press ups, yeah, press ups and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I used to um, I used to go training back in the day. Mm. So um I used to like go weight training three times a week. Yeah, so, um, so I know what kind of exercises to do. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah so, so that that's a big help.
1: Mm. Yeah,
3: so you have been keeping busy, I've brilliant. Keeping busy. Can't complain.
1: Yeah, I know Roy, yeah. oh, I, I know I've known you for a very, very long time. In fact, I've known you from since I was about 17 years old because wow. that... <laughs> it's been ages. We, we won't that's go into time, mad. we won't go into the timeline, but. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's been a while while. it has
1: and i know that you've done like lots of youth work you've encouraged a lot of youngsters as well yeah
3: um yeah big shout out to the high up crew as well Mm. but yeah so um i mean i've learned a lot um by by trying to by teaching other people yeah i've had to like research stuff so um so i've been learning at the same time they've been learning yeah. so and I learned from them as well you know mm. so yeah so it's a it's a two-way thing
1: absolutely so, and,
3: and, I, and I've been privileged to like um be amongst young people uh, back in the day mm. who, who um, want to learn and they have this positive attitude mm. and they' very supportive of each other so, mm. so yes yeah, so I've been fortunate to uh, be amongst them uh, that those those people that uh, become my friends
1: yeah. Yeah, and lifelong, again, lifelong friends as well, isn't it? Yeah,
3: like you, you've become my friend, you know, so... Long time. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's great. But also,
1: also you're extensive, um, you've worked with a lot of people as well. Who were your favourite ones to work with?
3: Um, I think um, to work with, that's a good question. That's a Mm. good question. I mean, it was great working with um, Edwin Starr,
1: Okay,
3: um, and I know um, his um, his brother as well, Angelo. Yeah. So like, um, and and Edwin's one of the heroes of mine. So is, to is, be is, able to work with one of your heroes is like amazing. Wow. I mean, I used to listen to Edwin Starr's tunes. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, before I even started singing. What was your so, favorite one of then,
1: his? What was your favorite one of Edwin Starr? We might play that for
3: um, you. Uh, one it was "Stubble um, on Sight." That one and "War." as well.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, war was a, um, one of his <laughs> biggest hits, War, yeah. 25 Miles, he had a tune called 25 Miles. Uh Yeah, and his brother, he's like amazing, he's like amazing musician as well. Mm,
1: um,
3: mm. So, so, I got to, I got to play with him and uh, Alexander O'Neill got to play with him. Yeah.
1: Um, I noticed um, Wycliffe, you got Wycliffe here, Wycliffe Gene.
3: Yeah, because uh, I was doing, I was doing some stuff with E17 mm. and, um, or uh, guys from E17 did a solo a solo thing, and mm. he had Whitecliff um, as a partner in in the tune. So okay. I think uh, I think Whitecliff produced it. Mm. Yeah, so, um, so I was called in to to do the video. Uh, I think on top of the pops we did. So yeah, that, so that was that that was the Whitecliff thing. Yeah.
1: Wow, Roy. I would have. I didn't even. I would have not known until I saw your bio. Of all the wonderful people <coughs> that you've actually worked with, you know. And again, that's yeah. cu- kudos I've to you, yeah, you know. Yeah, I've been blessed. I've worked yeah. with some
3: um, really good people. Yeah. And um, as they say, uh, that um, all of the great, the great, great musicians, there are those who are known who are just great. Mm. If you know what I mean.
1: the So it's, could you say that again? I, I missed that. It's
3: like, it like um, you know, there's like... Um, the the legends in the music business. Yeah. Uh, there are legends in all kinds of areas. Yeah, and but there are there are those legends that never actually made it.
1: Mm, mm. Who are
3: legends in their community?
1: Yes, uh, we call them you know, unsung they're, heroes. Like, they're
3: probably the most amazing uh, musicians and ma- uh, amazing singers.
1: Mm.
3: But nobody's ever heard of them. But they they still was like absolutely blessed mm. and amazing.
1: Made an impact. So, um,
3: yeah, so big, big respect goes out to all those people, the unknown heroes.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what yeah. we call them, the unsung heroes. And yeah, the I'm
3: unsung sh- heroes, you yeah. You fall into
1: that category, yeah. as well as, um, I'm going to just hail out a couple, Kenny Charles, he's another really yeah, big so unsung amazing, hero. amazing, singer, yes. musician,
3: yes. writer.
1: So many. we we, we And yeah. what's lovely. Cutty Williams. Cutty, Cutty, Cutty. And we're all, Camille,
3: yeah. the, all part skin. of our community. Yeah. All a part There's of a, our loads, community. and loads.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. so um, you've written a song And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play um, one of the Edwin Starr tracks
3: Oh wow, okay
1: And then we'll come back, actually, in fact, no We're going to go back and stick with the, the what we were going to do I might play Edwin Starr at the okay. end um, Okay But it's to play, you had a track here It was called um, I'm in Heaven When I'm With You And that right. one went to, was it number one in the States?
3: Yeah, I did, yeah. In um, the beach music charts mm. in um, the East Coast. Yeah, in mm. in Carolina and along the East Coast, Florida, even into like Virginia, St. Uh. Louis. Um, yeah. So that was um that was from an EP I put out on C D Baby.
1: Yeah.
3: And weeks I got um, an email from two two emails from two separate record companies in America mm. telling me that um, it's been played in the clubs out there
5: wow. and
3: and can they do a licensing deal with me? So um, so I did yeah. a licensing deal with one of them and then, um, and then he got nominated for an award. He got to number one and got nominated for an award and they flew me out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and then um, it was on a compilation album. The compilation album won Best. Compilation album So it won an award For the compilation oh, album fantastic. And I met uh, I met up with uh, Eddie Floyd You know Eddie Floyd Who sang uh, Knock On Wood The original Oh yeah 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 So he was another one Of my heroes like, I met up with so, That's lovely Yeah so I, was, I was hanging with um, Hanging with all my uh, heroes All the so,
1: superstars
3: Yeah It was like great Yeah It was, it was fantastic was Doing like I was doing TV stuff With, with, uh, with him And radio interviews as well
1: Yeah
3: No, like yeah, it was a it was amazing experience yeah to be out there. Yeah,
1: let's have a quick listen to this track, and then I'll be I'll be back with you in sort of like two three minutes, okay?
3: Okay, all right. So this is
1: this is um, Roy Hamilton. Where are we? Is it uh, I'm in heaven when I'm with you, Roy? Oh yeah, cool. We are loving that track, baby, baby. Oh, wow, thank you. Oh, yeah. What was your inspiration behind that track there?
3: Um, It kind of... um, You you know what? When I wrote that track, I just couldn't... I just didn't know what kind of genre it fitted into. I wasn't too sure. Just easy listening, man. that, That was one track I really wasn't sure about, and that was the one track that probably... Uh, got the most recognition, mm. so um, just, um, it's about, I guess it's about love, really, yeah, 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 it's about love, and it's just kind of like a story everyone can relate to, yeah, and you can relate to it in all kinds of different ways,
1: mm. and every,
3: everybody's been walking in the rain, and everybody's got memories of um, talking about different things to your partner, and laughing, and joking, and mm. And raining. Sometimes it's sunshines, So, so you know. So, so yeah, it was about it, it. Relate to every everybody and everything.
1: Yeah, and I guess sometimes you have sunshine, literal sunshine, yeah. and you're walking, but then you have sunshine within that your um that sort of your your relationship, and then the rain comes. Sometimes you're out there that's in right. the rain, and then you can uh, relate that to yeah um, what we're going through, and that's what's the great thing about poetry and songwriting. Is that yes. we kind of, there's a connection to life
3: yes. and the yes. way that That's we write right.
1: things, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because I, I mean, I had the uh, honour of um, saying a poem I wrote to Muhammad Ali as well.
1: Okay, you've met Muhammad Ali, haven't you?
3: Yeah, yes. yes so that, that was when I, yeah, I said this poem to Muhammad Ali. I wrote a poem and um, sent it to some friends of mine. And he happened to be, his birthday happened to be um, in a club in Paddington called the Q Club. Yes, and and I was invited down there to to say the poem as he came in, Mm, mm. and um, said the poem, and he asked me to write the poem down for him. Mm. He was with me all night. He's like my hero, and he was like he was like um, asking me to introduce him to different people.
1: Okay, Uh,
3: I was like. Yeah, I was his right-hand man. That that's So
1: that's three <laughs> heroes in a lifetime. I think that's amazing, right?
3: Yeah, like, yeah, it's amazing, amazing to Yeah, me. Like, yeah. so your new yeah.
1: track, you got track that's going to drop on the 28th of August. Could you tell us a little okay. bit about your track for the 28th?
3: Okay, well, there's a bit of background um, mm. to the song. So it's called um, Satisfy Me, yeah. and it's based on a March... On Washington, on 28th of August, 1963, mm. where Martin Luther King gave his famous "I Have a Dream" speech.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, the march was organised by um, Philip Randolph and Bayard Rustin. Yeah. Uh, under the banner of Jobs for Freedom, yep. and there was more than 50 Hollywood movie stars attended, and there was over a quarter of a million protesters. Mm. Uh, uh, and. Here's some of the, the protesters. Uh, here's some of the uh, celebrities who attended, like Sidney Potier, Harry Belafonte was there, Judy Garland, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Darin, Arthur Kitt, Burt mm-hmm. Lancaster, Marlon Brando, Charlton Heston, Paul Newman, Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. was there, Bob uh, Tony Bennett was there, Lena Horne was there, first kind of women of color. Yeah, to be a Hollywood movie star, Josephine Baker was there. Ooh. She was like a um, singer dancer who France, moved from France America. She moved. Yeah, she yeah. Moved to America to France, mm. and um, I think she was like uh, she was aided the French resistance during yes. World War Two. Yeah, and she yeah. got awarded some of the highest military like, honors Nicolades. in France. Yeah, and uh, she was asked to speak at the march. Uh, Jackie Robertson was a baseball legend, first. African-American major league player. Mm. Uh, Rosa, Rosa Parks was there. Wow. Uh, American activist in the civil rights movement, mm. uh, best known for her role in the Montgomery bus boycott yeah. in 1955. Oh, we spoke like, about like, that on, on the a, show, up, didn't we? Really? On the yeah. buses. I think on the buses at that time, um, like it was segregated. Segregation, so white, yeah. White people sitting in the front, yeah. black people sitting in the back. And if the bus got too overcrowded, Black and there was a white off. person standing up. A black person had to give up their seat. Yeah. That was a law. That was a law. We spoke so, about that on oh, our show well, a while
1: ago. Um, Roy. We, yeah. we did we did cover that, the Montgomery Oh did you? Um, okay. Yes, we did. Yeah. So so yes. She
3: refused to give up her seat and yeah. got arrested.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so um so uh so she's been like um I think the U- United States Congress mm. has honored her as a first lady of the civil rights mm. and a mother of the freedom. Uh, movement, but so, he was
1: also telling us about um it was I can't remember what uh, was it. Oh, a
3: there
1: was singer, a, I there a was singer. It was
3: Mahalia Jackson. That's
1: the one, Mahalia Jackson, yeah. and she Mahalia encouraged
3: in the world's greatest gospel singer. She um she, she was sitting to Martin Luther King's left. Yeah, while he was making a planned speech. Yep, and she shouted out to him, "Don't do that speech. Do the I Have a Dream speech." There you go. So she's the one. Who got him to do that speech on that day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and she, I think she actually sang there as well. But if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have done the uh, I Have a Dream speech. Yeah. So, yeah, it's down to to her. And that
1: went down in history, isn't it? It really went down in history as one of the most beautifulest speeches kind of ever made and that's yeah. why we're starting off the show we did um, highlight that um, song by Gabrielle saying dreams because
3: yeah, that's right. uh, part
1: um, of that dream has come true for for um, Martin Luther King how do you think he would feel now in this time of
3: that's a good that's a good question you know, I mean all he would these have years um, he would have loved the fact that um, there's been a black president mm. he would have probably love the fact that there's so many um there's so many people of colour in higher jobs than there was before. Yeah. But is that do you and think there's he, no there's no real segregation like there was mm. so kind of uh things have moved on but not fast enough. Yes. So yes. I'm sure he would um have something to say about things still need to the struggle is over. Yeah, because yeah, I
1: know I know in the but, we, yeah, go on. We played that speech at the beginning of the show, and he says, yeah. "In a hundred years, still things have not changed." And yeah, we're, we're kind of brinking on what about sixty years since he made that speech? Maybe slightly longer, yeah. and there but, have um, been some changes. But
3: somebody, somebody said that as well. Mm. Um, I think it was on Facebook, some uh, on my page. Okay, and and I, I said that um, uh, when, if the day ever comes mm. when people stop trying to change things for the better Mm. then there'll be no hope for a better future so so people will will still have to um you know march protest do whatever do whatever do whatever they think Mm. to 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 forward the struggle basically
1: but then maybe if we all changed one each one changed just that little bit for the betterment Of it all, and we didn't concentrate on the negative so much. Maybe we might see a bit more change. What would you think?
3: I think there's a there's a lot of lack of um, uh, the correct information. A lot of people think that um, people of color Mm.
0: um,
3: originated originated in a certain way, and they they got a certain kind of history which has been taught in the schools and stuff, Mm. which isn't true. You know, so you got all these um, when. When um, the in Europe, when they were living in caves, mm. the people of color were were living in vast cities yes. in in Africa, Benin.
1: yeah, and making
3: mm. um, pyramids and making all kinds of things. And I think the all the Greek philosophers used to go to Africa to to basically learn from the Inspired. Africans, yeah, their philosophy. You know, so yeah. it's like there's, there's a lot of history that people don't know, mm. so they got this outlook, and and they've made that made us feel that, you know, yeah. they're trying to make us feel that we're inferior yeah. when, 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 when we're kind of on a a real high level of mm. intellect, intellect for thousands of years. Long time, long time. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So, uh, it's a lack of a lack of knowledge of mm. the truth. Yeah. If everybody knew more about the truth there would probably be less problems.
1: Yeah, but there's taking the time out to to get to that level. Yeah. Um, Chrissy says that's a lovely track. She loved your track,
3: oh, I'm in thank heaven you. when I'm with you. That was, no, thank you very much.
1: That was Chrissy. So, so, Roy, where can we find you and where can we kind of purchase your um, up-and-coming okay. track? If you'd let us know that, please. And I'll... All
3: right. I've got like a, a website yep. called um, royhamilton.co.uk, Roy. RoyHamilton.co.uk It's got all the um, All the information there So you can um, search Songs, you can buy stuff Uh, There's links To Amazon, Spotify All the downloadable sites So yeah, you can get all your information from RoyHamilton.co.uk
1: Okay, so what I'll do, um, Roy Is I will put, let me see if I can get that Oh, I can't, could you put Could you send me a link with that and then I'll put it into the chat box (laughs)
3: Okay. Can okay. I do a, a shout-out?
1: Yes, you can. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> <Okay>. All right.
3: <laughs> All right. It's a quick... Okay. We've got um, Sister Julian, Family, Gigi and Family, Heather Haywood, Nathaniel, Cousin David, Cousin... Uh, KO, Cuddy Williams, Kevin Leo, Jason Emberton, Benji, Sarah Balfour, Cousin Terry, <laughs> Cousin Julian, Julian Fowler, Keith Houston, KP Records, Adrian Reed, Beverly Skeet, <laughs> Professor <laughs> Cleveland Watkins, MBE, Sylvia and Vicky Mason James, Derek Green, Phil Remicon, Susan, Julie Payne, Julia Lotti, Susan, Susan um, Sugar Rainbow, James B. Coleman, Gary Paul, Benita, Isabel Roberts, Keith Paul, Mike Phillips, David Worker, shirley cook and derek thomas and a high app family karina <laughs> <laughs> i teasing you there <laughs> uh,
1: um, if you yeah. can put that if you can put a link into the chat box first, i would really appreciate it then uh, um or just send me a link um via whatsapp and i will put it in the chat box for you okay, Roy? okay.
3: thank you very much thank yeah.
1: you so much for coming on tonight yeah
3: thank you for inviting me pleasure thank you for inviting me. yeah got a great you got a great show
1: Thank you so much. Thank you
3: so much. Yeah.
1: Just stay on the line and I'm just going to play your your track here. Um okay. satisfy me. Um stay on the line and I'll we'll be back in 5 um listeners. Okay. See you soon. All
3: right then.
1: Okay, sounds of Roy Hamilton there. Please be sure to support our independent artists. Out there, we know that we have uh, a live and unsigned section on this show and I think that we're going to have to start doing a live and unsigned even if it's an hour for the week just to get all of our beautiful artists Mm. out there because there are so many, and as Roy mentioned, so many unsung heroes that are out there doing things uh, that we wouldn't even know of. Yeah, You know, they're doing amazing things, making amazing music and, yeah, just... Elevating and rising each other up. So big up to everyone that Roy shouted out. Thank you so much, Roy, for coming on the show. And um, yeah, catch the replay uh, if you want to listen to the the uh, interview again. That was Roy Hamilton from. Um, what was it? Oh, I just get things wrong all the time. Yes. So we, that's Roy Hamilton, and I will give you a little bit information a little bit more information hopefully he'll send that over for us so we can see where we can tap into his greatness so Lily, why does time has to run run so quickly hmm? why does it have to run so because the conversation quick? is just so good hey that's why yeah you know and it's uh, it's um we've spoken of the march from washington to washington mm-hmm. um martin luther king's big speech there I have a dream speech Mahila Jackson um, encouraged him to um, speak about that we've spoken about Dave Chappelle heard a little bit of his um, skit on transgender because that is a question that we've highlighted and asking you find out that person you've been dating is transgender should they have told you beforehand and also our festival of learning have a go month to continue within the learning the lifelong learning arena isn't it? And cryptic is our word of the day today cryptic as well. Cryptic is our word
2: of the day. So, in answer to that preguntar, that question, yes. yes. what's your answer?
1: What, to the transgender one? Yeah. Do you know, I, me personally, I think it would be nice for people to um, divulge who they are beforehand. Yeah. And it's funny because, who was it? Let me go and look into the Facebook chat mm-hmm. and it was where are we i'm trying to find oh, who said gone? that they should
2: disclose so it's like disclosure i just i don't think it's disclosure i think mm. it's one of those things where you meet with a person you talk about yourself a little bit about your background oh yeah this is you know you find out about them and their family mm. and that's just one of those things that you talk about Yeah, but would you not want
1: someone, if they had changed their gender, to let you know before you you have vested interest? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like When you're in
2: that first, that dating stage where you're getting to know someone, Mm. I feel that's like one of the first things that should come out. Yeah. Like, just so you know, I used to be a dude or I used to be a girl. Listen... Somehow I've ended up on LGBTQ TikTok <laughs> and you will not know. Yeah, I know. Some of these men that are now women, trans, trans, trans women. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yes. Some of these trans men. Wow. Mm. Like See? them look like pretty boy, but they're wow. <sighs> yeah.
1: So I, th- I think because, again, it's going back to is it an aesthetic
2: Isn't, or no. is it a
1: feeling that you love that person regardless of whether they were a male or a female before you started
2: dating? So this is the thing. If someone comes to you straight up and say, like, I like you, you like me. We've been talking for a little while, but I need to let you know that I am trans. Mm. If you had already had that building of whoever you are. Like, we've been talking for, like, six months, whatever. I still think that's, that's a bit a long deep time. in to let me know. But yeah. if you let me know at that point, if you have invested feelings already, then the co- politically correct answer to that question is love is love, isn't it? So if you like the person, you like that person for who they are. Mm. However, if you choose to say to that person, oh, I didn't realise okay. and... I love you as a person, but I don't think that I could pursue a relationship with Mm. you. That person, the trans person should be understanding enough to say, do you know what? I knew that this could have possibly been a response from when I told you I was trans. Mm. So I hold nothing against you. So is it more of a moral thing? It is. Moral. But if they
1: change from their um, original birth. Yeah gender does that make them a male or a female
2: it doesn't matter that's that's besides the point right okay so what if they've still got their bits that, that's what i'm saying that's besides the point mm. if you if you haven't been intimate with that person yeah because at that point you would find out wouldn't you if they've still got their biological genitalia then you'd find out that they were trans at that point. And I think that is the point where people are getting killed. Okay. I think that is the point where a man's taking a woman home, is undressing her and he's like, that is a reaction, not a response. Do you know what I mean? The reaction is, I haven't had time to go away and think and and respond to this. I'm reacting Mm. to this. (gasps) That is where the the killings and the beating up and all of that has come from. But if you haven't been physically intimate with that person, you're not going to know that. But if they have, so from the get go, they should really. If they respect you, because I, I think this is the issue. I think yeah. if they respect you, then they will tell you. And a trans person will say, "I didn't feel comfortable as a woman. That's why I'm now a man." Yeah. But a a trans person who understands others' feelings and is empathetic will tell you. I'll take that into consideration straight away. Yeah, they'll tell you. They'll say, "I would like to
1: think." Would we like to think? that they tell you straight away.
2: I think they will. Because I know a lot of, I know a lot of um, gay people. I know a couple of people that are in the process of coming into who mm. they want to be mm. in the sense that they are currently one gender and yeah. they want to change. Yeah. And they say straight up, like, I know I'm not like regular people. I feel more comfortable as this person. Mm. So they, they, Initially, are uncomfortable saying it, like when they first told me how they felt about themselves, that took a lot for them to say because their appearance isn't what they're telling me. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Mm. But I think when you have made that transition, I also think that comes with a lot of confidence as well. Mm. So it's all
1: about the transition.
2: So... But then it's a, pr- it's a, a
1: journey. long process, yeah. It's know? a very long process. It's a long process. What what they're doing of late and I think I saw a documentary, it might be a couple of months ago, and they're starting them a lot earlier on the treatments and mm. all those kind of things. Well, younger, I'm not too sure about that. that but, yeah. but then when you're within your right mind, I guess you get to a certain age and you want to make that change, as in I know we was looking at Dave Chappelle when he was speaking about um Jenna. Mm. Um, Bruce Jenner who's now Caitlyn
2: yeah so, who has lived his life as a man fathered however many children yeah. And, yeah.
1: yeah I mean what you do in that situation because now he is living as a woman he's got girl children
2: yeah that uh, what I feel like there are many other people who agree with me on this. And mm. I know that many people agree with me on this because I saw it on quite a few Instagrams and very, very popular Instagrams mm. when he got voted. Sorry, when she got voted woman. No, I don't think of that. No, the no, no. Because. Again, it's taken away, like
1: you said, from the breastfeeding, for instance, mm. and, and from a mother, birthing mother to a birthing birthing person to being a woman. Where do you draw the line? Because
2: that's what I mean. In that instance, then can't he be, oh, can't she be the person of the year? Why yeah. take that woman accolade? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you, okay, you've chosen to identify, but you've gone through a transition, a very quick transition, but you've gone through a transition where you've, Gotten the strength to come out as who you truly feel you are, and make the the trans journey—that is a person of the year. That's not yeah. a woman of the year. A yeah. woman of the year has gone through different experiences. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't really. There's certain things you can't match up. So then, morally,
1: is it morally a biological woman? Because we again we've looked at this recently. As regards to the Olympics, so a biological woman and a trans
2: woman mm.
1: are they still two separate things?
2: yeah, and a trans yeah. person will tell you that, and yeah. I know this because um within the community themselves, within the mm. trans community, there is a bit of dispute, yeah, but it was on the conversation of cervical smears, mm. and they were offering cervicals, or they are oh, I don't know if they still are, but they were offering or there was talks of offering trans women mm. um, the opportunity to book an appointment for a cervical smear. But they don't have a cervix. Okay. Mm. So this is taking up the NHS's to time level. to now use that money that could have gone to a woman who actually needs it okay. to check for what they check for. And in those instances, that person who was a trans woman said... I don't think this is right because we have different experiences to cis women. So is it then as well
1: more of a psychological thing as opposed to
2: a natural thing? Yeah, because they're not naturally women. Yeah. Oh, but in their within themselves, they feel like psychological. They were. This is not who they need. Who they're supposed to be. Mm. But even a lot of trans women that go through that transition, they don't actually identify as trans women. They identify as non-binary.
1: What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Um, We are having this conversation here. Oh, double seven four nine one double three four two eight. Um, it's it's quite a vast subject That obviously we, we never have enough time To cover half <laughs> the things that we cover On this show um, However I think it's quite relevant Because of the yeah. times that we are living in And
2: times are changing Do you know I'm gonna I just I feel because I've had a new experience With someone who is Quite Close to me, Mm. I'm I'm quite close in whereby they've come, they've spoken to me about certain things, Mm. and my the way I look at it, I don't necessarily understand it, I don't necessarily have to agree with it, but I understand the struggle because the person has explained to me the Mm. struggle. Do you understand? Mm. So when there are, I'm gonna say it out loud don't believe chris um bruce jenner went through a struggle right i don't i feel there are actual people out there who feel extremely uncomfortable in the skin that they're in yeah and you've got that with people like michael jackson had it body dysmorphia i he was a beautiful black man yeah and he didn't feel comfortable okay he had vitiligo supposedly but he didn't feel comfortable the way he looked so, I understand well, that concept. that was concept. his aesthetic look. It no, wasn't no. his gender look. No, it was, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. He didn't feel comfortable with how he looked. He wasn't comfortable with himself. Mm. Yeah. So, he completely changed races. You find, that with, races. Me, you, you find okay.
1: that with most Hollywood people, though. No. Like, I've seen. I've seen. Leash, leash. No, not I'm listening sorry. To I'm, what listening. I'm We had a conversation on the show. About three weeks ago, as regards to plastic surgery, yeah, because that's delving in those areas, yeah. Okay, and I think in a lot of these cases, that it all comes back down and boils down to psychological.
2: It is a psychological situation, but people you have find to understand. No, it's not a that they don't find themselves in the situation. I'm not talking for every trans person. Mm. I'm not talking for every drag queen, whatever. Mm. I'm talking about those people who sincerely feel like. I relate more to this type of person. I feel more like this type of person. I am extremely uncomfortable when people relate to me in this way.
1: Yeah. Shouldn't they have more therapy? They do.
2: And that's what what I'm telling you. It's a process. It's not just one day they wake up and they're like, oh, I want to be a man today. No. Mm. not, I'm not talking about Rujjana because I have opinions there. Yeah. But I'm talking about those people who have gone through 20 odd years of their life, for example, and they have had every day felt like this to me is not normal. They go and seek help. They mm. go to their GP, their medical professional say, this is how I feel. I need some support with this. Mm. And they have to They have to go through a long Process. Process, before they even go through so go through hormone replacement. They have to go, they have to be psychologically tested, mm. they have to pass certain checkpoints and have therapy Yeah, before they get that get-go that says, okay, right, we're going to offer this to you, unless they travel abroad and go and get themselves changed.
1: Okay, we're going to look at just a couple of um, answers in our Facebook group, Lily, mm-hmm. and then we want to see what the 10X rule has to say, because we really have run out of time tonight.
2: Oh wow yeah. And
1: um, Al Salsa says Not disclosing it Before it gets intimate Should be a crime Yes That's why a lot of them Get attacked By dudes They hide it from Which we've spoken it's of always dudes though Yeah People
2: just Yeah there are women
1: There are women that, yeah. that can be quite Physical And abusive as well mm-hmm. we Remember that, that That it's not just women That are abused um, And then we have the trans When it comes to women Changing into men Yeah that you know a lot of lesbian, if I can say that word, you know, relationships off. are are quite abusive yeah and i've I've um not experienced it because i'm you know but from, from people that have I've spoken to, yeah, that they've been in those kind of situations, so yeah, they should disclose, uh, Lorraine says it's when they try to hide that's where the, that's problem, the problem is, yeah yeah, it says the choice is yours to make. After they tell you. Mm, exactly. So it's all about disclosure. And um, someone also spoke on um, catfishing. I think it was Al um, Salza that spoke about it being catfishing. And catfishing is when you hide your identity or you hide who you are. Mm. But in you saying that, Lily, it's a matter of knowing who you are in order to disclose who you are. But if you're going through now, that process Once you've gotten
2: to that process where you've changed your appearance To be You've gone on a hormone replacement And whatever yeah. And you've gone through the process You you, you know you've, you. I don't know tell. if they feel more comfortable But you should know that you need to tell people
1: Yeah, yeah And I agree, it is all about disclosure As well as Sonia Sonia highlighted, yes you should tell your partner Honesty is always the best way Yes and that's the way to kind of leave it. So what does the TEDx There's a number rule... of
2: things that you have to disclose. Yeah, and, you know and even I mean? in heterosexual... a relationship with, a, with someone and a, then they find out after you've been intimate and they want to marry you. Oh, yeah, by the way, I've got 10 kids that don't live with me, they live in my girl. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's
1: all about concept. disclosure. It's about telling and, and <laughs> being open and being honest Open, honest and disclosed, mm. that's it. What does the 10x4 to 10X say?
2: X is it the last says, one yet?
1: It's number 32, yes oh, it is. it's the last one of the 10x4, beautiful people. We will be
2: starting a new book next week. Be. Yes. Disciplined. Be disciplined, okay. Remember, we are not just talking about money here. This refers to being successful in all areas of life and to do so, you will not be able to compromise this thing called discipline Mm. discipline is an orderly prescribed conduct that will get you what you want and it's a requirement for 10x players unfortunately most people disciplines look more like bad habits instead instead of the admittedly uncomfortable 10x actions they should be taking over and over again Discipline is what you use to complete any activity until the activity, regardless of how uncomfortable, becomes your normal operating procedure. Mm -hmm. In order to ever attain and keep success, you must determine which habits are constructive and discipline both yourself and your group to do those things over and over Again, I love that
1: Well, It's about discipline, then disciplining oneself. If you are going to make that change, mm. to discipline yourself. Listen, if I'm going to meet someone new, I have to disclose. Mm. I have to let that person know. Discipline in being a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Discipline in being cryptic. No, not really <laughs> not being cryptic because we don't know, do we? When it comes mm. to being cryptic, it's just something's withheld slightly. Mm but definitely being dis- um, disciplined with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we have it... I mean, it's a bit of a um, strange subject talking about transgender, although we know that this is becoming part of the world that we live in these days. Yeah. And whether we speak about it or not, it's just it's something... It's happening around us. It's happening around us. And can we speak about it? Well, yeah, why not? We're We're on a talk show and it's, I guess... It's happening a lot within the black community, please. Trust me. You'll be quite surprised at the the amount of transgenders within the black community. Mm. But then again, it's acceptance. Yeah.
2: I think it's less about acceptance and more about respect. Respect. Because you have to understand, if you have your own principles, Mm. no one's telling you to compromise those principles. But having respect for someone else is being respectful for a human being. Yes. You don't agree with what they're doing fine. You mm. don't have to partake in what they're doing and mm. you know set compromise your own principles and beliefs. You don't yeah. have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that, but you have to be respectful yeah. absolutely in, in all everything. And I, I mean, totally agree
1: total agreement with you there lady mm. because in life it's all about respect. Yeah. And then if we give it, we will get it. And that's just that's just the, that is the way of life. Definitely. Mm. That's how the cycle goes. Mm. So, yeah, just just being respectful of others and whether we agree or disagree, we have our opinions or we don't have our opinions. Some opinions we've got to keep to ourselves mm-hmm. and think, Do you know what? This isn't my fight. This isn't my battle. That's mm-hmm. theirs. Let them. they've got to fight it and, and move on and get on with it. You know, because there's, like we said, a whole lot of other things Aga- going mm-hmm. on in this world.
2: Do you know what I say? What's that, Lily? This is not my portion. That's right. <laughs> it's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Right. We can. This yes. is not my portion.
1: But we know that we are amongst each other and we have to respect mm-hmm. each other. Or we don't have to do anything. But the, the right thing to do is, be respectful. is to be respectful. Because what this world mm, hey. Eh, I don't know what more to say on that So beautiful people We want to really say thank you so much for tuning in This evening Following me will will be DJ Larrow And tomorrow you can catch Charlie Muir and Darnell the Therapist um, Wednesday evening Please check the schedule Uh, We give a big shout out to all the DJs Mark Philogene Caddy, I'm just going to shout you all out now Ninja Man Lloyd George Flavors, the captain of this whole operation. You know, you're doing a fabulous, fabulous job. Just keep up the work, um, DJs. All doing really, really great things, all right? And for the ones that aren't amongst us at the moment, we're going to shout out uh, Mr Fix It, um, DJ Cryocentric. Is there anyone? John J.E. as well on the Sunday morning. You can catch a great DJ going live every single day. Guys, have a beautiful rest of the week. We do hope you've enjoyed the... Enjoyed the show Give yourselves a big round of applause Thank you so much for tuning in And I guess all we have left to say Is We'll see y'all On, on the, the other, other side. side And this is um, Wayne Marshall's track It just dropped this start end It is actually a big tune And I'm loving it off It's called I Kneel For You So we'll see y'all soon Take care <laughs>